Hello, and welcome back to the Beatdown Bandits podcast, episode 17. I am Colin, and today I'm discussing one of my kind of new favorite shows, uh, and definitely one of the biggest trending shows on Netflix currently, which is Cobra Kai. And I would be willing to bet, I, I don't know, it's it's in the top 10 right now. Uh, it, it's it's going to go number one. Oh, for sure. So Cobra Kai, while originally was pitched to Netflix, uh, was actually declined and then picked up on YouTube Red, which then YouTube Red, I think most people realize, became YouTube Premium. So after two seasons on YouTube Premium, Cobra Kai was picked up by Netflix, and the first two seasons went live on August 28th, 2020. So August 28th was a Saturday, and uh, today is actually the, the 1st of September, so we're just a couple days past that. Um, so me not really having much better in the way of things to do on on that weekend, I ended up binge watching both seasons that that first weekend <clears throat> on the 28th and the 29th. So now before I kind of get into like the whole Cobra Kai story too much, I and and I I don't really want to give away like many spoilers when it comes to Cobra Kai, so I'll keep things kind of vague at least. Uh, I think it's important to kind of get a quick history lesson on. On Daniel LaRusso, Johnny Lawrence, Mr. Miyagi, Cobra Kai Dojo, and just kind of a few other pieces of like Karate Kid lore, pretty much. So I'm just going to kind of briefly discuss important parts of Karate Kids 1 through 3, uh, so you can kind of get a full grasp on how Cobra Kai kind of fits into the Karate Kid world. Now, it should be noted that there is a Karate Kid Part 4, and then there's the, the newest Karate Kid with like Jackie Chan. Um, those should not and will not be associated with the story, so we're just going to kind of move on from that. All right, so we're going to jump back to 1984. Um, I'm just going to like pretty much straight like read some bits and pieces from like the Karate Kid Wikipedia. Um, so if you want to know the full story, uh, if you haven't seen the movies somehow anyway, just just kind of look it up there if you want to know more. Um, so I'm going to kind of just kind of jump into Karate Kid One. So like I said, 1984, Daniel and his mother Lucille. Uh, moved from Newark, New Jersey to Los Angeles, California, and specifically Reseda, California, which is kind of a, you know, lower-ish class part of Los Angeles. So they live in a, um, a kind of a generic apartment, and there's a handyman there by the name of Mr. Miyagi, who's very, uh, very kind, soft-spoken, uh, Okinawan man. So... Um, while Daniel is kind of checking out the, uh, the scene in, uh, in Los Angeles and the beaches and stuff, he ends up meeting, um, his future love interest, Allie Mills, who is a high school cheerleader and, uh, has a ex-boyfriend by the name of Johnny Lawrence. So Johnny kind of sees the attention that Daniel is getting from Allie, doesn't really like it. And, uh, Johnny, who happens to also be a black belt and is, is pretty much the, the, the top martial artist in the area. Uh, for under 18, uh, from the, from the Cobra Kai, uh, he's multi-time champion, um, and Cobra Kai also is a, a very aggressive form of karate. Um, but basically, Johnny and and uh, the the other Cobra Kai students um, and his friends that are in the the Cobra Kai um, pretty much bully Daniel throughout uh, the Karate Kid through throughout the whole movie. So uh, Daniel. Uh, kind of going against him though uh he's a bit of a hothead and actually retaliates a little bit more than what he should causes a lot of his own problems um from this things escalate though uh when it kind of fast forwards to halloween and daniel ends up taking a hose and while in the bathroom spraying johnny while he's in the bathroom and gets him soaking wet and there's like at a halloween dance 
So uh, the Cobra Kai basically chase Daniel down the road and start beating the crap out of him when Mr. Miyagi uh, kind of jumps in, intervenes, and defeats all of the uh, these these trained black belts. So Daniel kind of sees this, asks Mr. Miyagi to help train him, uh, which after uh, visiting Cobra Kai, uh, Mr. Miyagi and Daniel uh, kind of both agree to, to uh, study together or whatever uh, because Mr. Miyagi, to keep Daniel from getting bullied and beaten up by you know, multiple Cobra Kai students uh, agreed that they would uh, kind of come to a truce until the All-Valley Karate Championship. So that would allow Mr. Miyagi to be able to train Daniel to fight in this, this karate championship. So uh, so training starts. Uh, Mr. Miyagi uh, works with Daniel, kind of uh, slowly giving him different ways of kind of like chores, like menial chores. It's like everybody's sort of like wax on, wax off. That's where that comes from is gives him chores to do that ends up creating defensive muscle memory and he so he learns karate through muscle memory of doing chores so teaches daniel that way they begin a a really good like kind of father-son relationship and mr miyagi teaches daniel a lot about like personal life balance Uh, so that's been a big focus of daniel's life is is personal balance within himself not just physical balance over during karate but life balance so Daniel takes these lessons, uh, gets a, uh, a good like boyfriend-girlfriend relationship with Allie. Um, so things work out very well for him. So they get to the tournament. Uh, Daniel is actually becomes very good throughout all of this and has, has worked his way through the semifinals when uh, the Cobra Kai's sensei, whose name is John Kreese, uh, instructs the, the Cobra Kai student that is facing Daniel in the semifinals by the name of Bobby to... Uh, get himself disqualified by illegally striking Daniel's knee and injuring him, which Bobby does. Bobby gets himself disqualified, thus moving Daniel to the finals. However, he is injured and cannot compete. Mr. Miyagi is able to use uh, kind of an ancient Japanese technique where he claps his hands together, runs them together like so, and warms them up and and, and heals Daniel that way in, in his knee. So... Daniel and Johnny fight in the uh, the finale. It's kind of back and forth a little bit, and uh, it gets tied two to two. And after Johnny uh, takes a, a, an elbow into Daniel's injured knee, think Daniel's going to be done. He gets up. He's got an injured leg. Well, he does this crane stance, um, which he learned from Mr. Miyagi by watching him. Is kind of been practicing on his own. Daniel learns this technique. Does the crane kick. Uh, and, and wins three to two by crane kicking Johnny in the face. So, uh, Johnny, uh, realizing like, Hey, you know, Daniel's a pretty good fighter, you know, has learned re- like respect for, for Daniel presents the Joshua trophy to Daniel. That's the end of part one. So that's kind of where the most important things you kind of need to know for at least like leading into Cobra Kai. And honestly, if you just watch part one, that's all you really need to know, uh, what to watch Cobra Kai. However, part two and part three of the Karate Kid have like kind of partially been trickled into Cobra Kai, um, and have not yet quite like played a big role. Um, however, I think going forward, I think you'll need to know more of part two and part three. And I have suspicion that you know, especially part two for season three, and maybe going forward, we'll need to know more about Karate Kid Part Three. So we're going to briefly talk about those as well. So part two. <clears throat> um, 
starts off really like right after the the tournament like daniel and, and mr miyagi are literally walking out of the the all valley tournament where we see sensei john crease uh kind of basically choking out johnny lawrence he breaks his second place trophy and is is embarrassed that johnny lost to daniel so he's basically choking him out mr miyagi steps in stops the fight and basically subdues uh sensei crease so now we kind of fast forward six months Daniel's mom, uh, or Daniel has now recently been broken up with for from Allie. Allie dumped him for like a football player at uh, in college. So Daniel's kind of upset about that, and now Daniel's mother is is working uh, farther away, so she's not going to be around. And then Mr. Miyagi uh, receives a letter uh, from Okinawa that his father is sick, so he's planning on going to Okinawa. Daniel would like to go with him, and he does. So you kind of get some backstory with Mr. Miyagi and his life prior. Um, to summarize, uh, Mr. Miyagi uh, loved a woman named Yuki, and they wanted to get married. However, Mr. Miyagi's childhood friend, Sato, um, was kind of going to be in an arranged marriage with the same arranged marriage with the same woman, Yuki. So Sato and Mr. Miyagi instantly got a, a rivalry, and Sato... Uh, when they were younger, uh, challenged Mr. Miyagi to a fight to the death for basically the love of this woman. And Mr. Miyagi, rather than doing that, left for the United States and has not been back. So now he's going back because his father is dying. So Sato still has this hatred for him. And um, they meet also <clears throat> a gentleman by the name of Chosen, who we find out is sato's nephew so chosen uh, <clears throat> and uh, daniel are about the same age and they kind of have this little bit of a rivalry as well uh basically because chosen is very close with sato and sato and, and mr miyagi have this rivalry so they kind of get into it themselves uh, sato continues to say okay we're going to fight to our death mr miyagi and we are we're going to do this. So Miyagi continues to decline, decline, decline. So Sato is a very wealthy businessman. And um, so what he decides to do is destroy the village uh, that Mr. Miyagi uh, you know, lived in, his father lives. He's bringing in bulldozers and going to destroy the village uh, is his plan. So um, while this is happening, basically saying, okay, you know, I'm either going to destroy the village or we fight. So Mr. Miyagi finally, like, reluctantly agrees. He complies. He's going to fight Sato. When this happens, they're scheduled to fight, and they're going to come in. A big, giant, like, typhoon storm comes in. Okay? You can't see. It's a windstorm. It's like a hurricane-tornado mix. You know? It's, it's crazy. So uh, all the villagers are trying to scramble, find shelter, and, and, uh, and, and get to safety. And Sato ends up getting trapped in, a, in this dojo. They're like their family dojo that collapses. Mr. Miyagi and Daniel rush, and they, they go, and they, they save Sato, and then Daniel sees this little child uh, in a tower, and Daniel goes up to save him with the help of Sato, and meanwhile, Chosen has, like, hidden and did not want, you know, he, he wasn't willing to, like, go out in the, in the typhoon and, and help save Sato. He didn't help to go save the child, and uh, so Sato is just embarrassed that his nephew wouldn't even go out to help save this, so... The village is kind of destroyed. However, um, they start rebuilding, and Sato comes in with the bulldozers and stuff this time to help rebuild the village. So 
friendship restored, basically. Um, and you also find out that the woman, Yuki, that um, Mr. Miyagi and Sato were basically had this rival over, um, never married Sato to begin with, and uh, because of her love for Mr. Miyagi. So they kind of, kind of get back together, so to speak. So uh, part two ends with uh, Chosen uh, being very upset that now Sato... Uh, is very appreciative of Daniel and is back with you know friends with Mr. Miyagi. So at this at this festival that they're celebrating, um, uh, Chosen comes in and basically attacks Daniel and basically same thing is is they're going to fight to the death. So uh, Daniel basically kind of gets uh, the crap kicked out of him by Chosen and uh, and then finally uh, kind of traditional hero story kind of come from behind victory and uh was able to beat chosen and uh chosen mercy does not obviously kill chosen but lets him basically drop to the ground and uh that's the end of part two so you kind of have some backstory and in, in history of mr miyagi there part three um kind of jumps to the next fall um so you see it kind of starts with with uh, crease um so since crease who you know, no longer has the Cobra Kai, he's lost his business, he's broke, he has no money, ends up running into Terry Silver, who is a former war, war friend and also helped found Cobra Kai. So he's also a martial artist. So these two want to get back with and, and start Cobra Kai back again and get it back on top of the, the karate scene in LA. And so they start it back up. And uh, obviously, Crease. Uh, dislikes Daniel and Mr. Miyagi. So he's got this rivalry, speaks with Terry Silver, who uh, kind of behind the scenes, without without uh, Daniel knowing, kind of goes behind Mr. Miyagi's back and befriends Daniel and says, yeah, I can teach you all these new tricks and, and basically gets him to, you know, injure himself. And then, you know, surprise, just kidding, I'm Cobra Kai, John Kreese is here, and, and we're back here to uh, kind of kick your butt, basically. So... Uh, Terry Silver, who's obviously an adult and cannot compete in a uh, in a karate tournament anymore, uh, hires a they call him like karate's bad boy is Mike Barnes. So we get the introduction to Mike Barnes, who's now going to be the rival of Daniel in part three. So uh, Mike uh, is coming from out of the area, but they bring him in to join Cobra Kai and to fight Daniel and basically punish him. You know, the whole premise is, you know, you gain a point on him and then you lose a point by, you know, doing something illegal. And then you gain a point and then you lose it again and you gain it and you lose it. So basically just to continue just beat on Daniel in the tournament because the guy is way too good for Daniel to beat. So, uh, finally after basically like threats and, and things like that, Daniel agrees to compete in the tournament. And fights in the All Valley to uh, to basically you know protect his title as as champion. So uh, Daniel's able to do it by uh, performing this kata that he learned from from Mr. Miyagi. Uh, ends up beating Mike and uh, Terry Silver and John Kreese are obviously upset again. Cobra Kai is destroyed again, and they're gone. So now we kind of fast forward. 35 years so now we're kind of to the point of cobra kai um and that's kind of where we are now so if you don't if you haven't watched cobra kai or don't want any spoilers i, I probably won't give away too much uh that you may not already know 
Um, but if you don't want any spoilers, just feel free to, uh, you know, pause now and and uh, and uh, and go uh, go watch Cobra Kai and then come back and, and finish this up. But I just kind of want to I'll give some pretty much spoiler free review of season one and season two of Cobra Kai and then kind of some theories going forward. So, um, like I said, we're going to jump forward like 35 years and um yeah, so really the the scripts have flipped for Johnny and Daniel. So Johnny's kind of living in a crappy apartment like Daniel was back in 1984. He's down on his luck. He's working as a handyman. Uh, he quickly loses his job at the start. And, and Daniel, on the opposite side, is, is doing very well. Uh, he's living in a very nice house. He owns multiple luxury car sales groups, happily married, has a teenage daughter and a slightly younger son. And, and really when it comes down to Johnny, is like you don't know much other than he's not currently seeing anybody. He's he's single. He's living in a little small crappy apartment. So, again, I'm not, I don't want to give away too much of like the plot because there's, there's just like lots of little unique pieces to it. And in full disclosure, like they have just done a, an amazing job with this story. Um, I, I, I really enjoy uh, the show. They brought in like a perfect amount of kind of corny – 80s nostalgia and jokes mixed with like this modern cast of like 20 year old actors who are kind of playing these teenage kids on the show uh it's just it's a perfect mix i don't find anybody too obnoxious and annoying it's it's so good um i would definitely recommend it to anybody so johnny um kind of decides to kind of take this little bullied kid under his wing um he ends up teaching him kind of cobra cry cobra excuse me cobra cobra kai karate that johnny knows very well so he ends up reopening cobra kai um in this dojo which for obvious reasons upsets daniel and kind of re-sparks this rivalry so daniel sees cobra kai open back up and like what is happening so first season um kind of jump through the first season and it ends at the the famous all valley tournament with cobra kai having obviously now a very big presence and kind of bringing the name back uh, however, Johnny kind of starts noticing trends in his students that are very like hyper aggressive and kind of on the edge of being a little dirty. Um, so, being like now the sensei rather than the student, he kind of has a new set of eyes as what like the the of what Cobra Kai represents and what they look like outside of the actual fight. So it puts a very unique spotlight on Johnny Lawrence, who in the '80s was you know pretty much known as one of the you know biggest a holes. Um, and, 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 uh, William Zabka, who plays the part of Johnny Lawrence has always just kind of played that bad guy through the eighties. So now you kind of look at him and you, you kind of want to root for him. And, and with Daniel being like the wealthy, well-off and kind of rude person that he is now, you bounce back and forth of like, who is the good guy and who is the bad guy in Cobra Kai? So it's like one episode you're rooting for Daniel. The next you're kind of rooting for Johnny. It's, it's very unique. So jumping to season two. John Kreese is now back in the mix, kind of helping with Johnny and Cobra Kai. And now Daniel has started up his own Miyagi-Do dojo. And so has his own students. And uh, it kind of just completes that Cobra Kai-Miyagi rivalry. So Daniel has his own star student and Robbie, who has some kind of major significance to another major, major character. I'm just going to leave that spoiler out. You're just going to have to watch the show. Um, so Daniel who also has his own teenage daughter that I mentioned earlier, uh, is one of his students as well. And his daughter kind of develops feelings for Robbie and uh, the kind of the star student Miguel for the Cobra Kai dojo. 
So there's kind of a bit of a love triangle there, which then sparks a legit like all out brawl in the school when there's a, a new female student at Cobra Kai who does not really approve of the love triangle for for a reason I won't mention. So this results in like tons of injuries, including a very major injury to that uh, starfighter for Cobra Kai, Miguel, who's basically kicked downstairs and has now life threatening injuries. So Johnny and Daniel are now very torn at the end of season two. You don't know what's going through their heads. And, you know, with this, this big giant fight and the injuries involved, they both are, like, doubting everything right now. And they're, you know, none of them are proud of what's what's happening. Um, so you can almost kind of feel like a truce kind of coming, like, slowly between them. So that's kind of where season two ends. So my kind of theories for season three going forward is we have a major cliffhanger at the end. So this is a, this is kind of a fairly big spoiler. Um, so pause now or don't listen for the next 30 seconds is, uh, is Allie Mills from Karate Kid Part 1 who, uh, has now connected to, to Johnny on Facebook, but he, you don't, he doesn't even necessarily see it as he like throw his, threw his phone out. Um, and then you kind of see that she's added him as a friend on Facebook or whatever. Um, so we find out in season one of Cobra Kai that actually Allie and her now husband, um, are both doctors. However, they live in Colorado. So my suspicion is that Allie and her, either her or and or her husband, is going to kind of come in and save the day with the severely injured uh, Cobra Kai student Miguel. So this might lead to some type of re-sparked love interest between Johnny and Allie. I don't, I don't know. Um, so I, I have some suspicions there. I also suspect that um, with season three is going to kind of end with a very brutal. All Valley Tournament, kind of between the two dojos. I mean, there's there's a giant rivalry right now, um, and uh, bet between Cobra Kai and Miyagi. So, I I also have a theory that with Crease back and and uh, heavily involved with Cobra Kai, that uh, that Johnny may actually join forces with Daniel at Miyagi or or start up something new and to try to take down Cobra Kai. You know, that's just a suspicion that I have. I don't know. Um, but not before I think there's going to be a few students who end up kind of switching loyalties, honestly, between dojos. Um, and we might see a new, like, mix of students in the mix. So, uh, anyway, thank you very much for, uh, kind of listening to my theories on, on Cobra Kai. I, I just, I felt like it was worthy of, of just discussing because I, I just, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I've, I've liked watching it, probably just going to end up binge watching it again. Um, but yeah, comment and let me know what, uh, what you think. Um, if you are watching on, on YouTube, there's a friendly reminder. You can also listen to me on, uh, on Spotify or Apple podcasts, or if you're on those, uh, Hey, I'm also on YouTube. So you can reach out to me directly on YouTube just by uh, commenting there, or you can uh, find me on Twitter at, uh, go back gaming. That's G zero B U C K I gaming. It's all one word. G zero B U C K I G A M I N G. And uh, reach out to me there, send me a message or whatever, and then let me know. All right. Thank you very much for listening, and have a great day. Later.